Hey friends, so it's that time of year where allergies are going crazy, people's eyes are scratchy. So Lacey and I are diving in today on what to do naturally to fight off those allergies and help your body have a better allergy season than last year. So join us and uh, check it out. Welcome to the Schoolhouse Life Podcast, where we believe that life is a schoolhouse. Totally. We're super dorks with a passion for sharing our love of homeschooling, homesteading, natural health care, plant medicines, natural childbirth, healthy eating, meditation, creative endeavors, overall self-sufficiency for the whole family. Oh, and don't forget self-development and spirituality. Oh, of course. Key players. We hope you'll be inspired to do things you haven't, try things that could make your life better, and mostly we want to encourage you to never stop learning and let your life be a schoolhouse too. Hey friends, it's Drew and Lacey here. Hey. We're talking about allergies. Ooh, the yes. Pollen is in the air. I'm already feeling it. The eyes are itchy, the throat's itchy. Mm. But good news is we've got tools for you. We do. Yeah, this is something that we have dealt with as parents and Drew has been dealing with for years and years. And yeah, I'm just so grateful that we have tools at work that don't require taking medicine and or going to the drugstore or anything like that. So yeah. You know, I'm thankful thinking of it. Like our kids really don't have allergies. Like I had allergies when I was a kid. No, they don't. And I think a lot of it is just, you know, environmental to start with. Oh yeah. Are we well, gonna go I mean, are we going there with it? <laughs> right. Like gut health, right? Like allergies are a sign that your body is overacting. Like it's an over overactive immune response, right? So right. like fundamentally if you can get everything totally balanced out, you shouldn't be having as many allergies as as you have, as we, you know, tend to expect to deal with. And I think a lot of it does have to do with exposure to certain things, triggers for sure, and yeah. chemical interactions, whatnot. Cleaning chemicals, I would say, oh, sure, is a yeah. big one. Yeah. My mom loved to use them. And <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just part of her routine. But yeah. I think that those chemicals can. Well, you think you're really... making your home a healthier place by right. having it clean and dust free and all of those things. But in the end, those chemicals in the air actually are sort of detrimental. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah, I mean, when we start dealing with them, we have had, we have had kids more prone to allergies than others. Eliza's our nine-year-old and she for sure used to wake up this time of year with snot and, and pink eyes and, and all of that. And it's always a struggle when you have a, a small child dealing with yeah. those things. Cause yeah you know, it just seems so sad and they don't really know how to talk about it or whatever. So what I've always, I mean, the simplest thing, it's funny, I'm I'm just going to jump right into what worked for her. The easiest thing to do for her was to diffuse peppermint in the room when she was sleeping and it literally, she'd wake up clear. Yeah. So that seems crazy, like a totally too simple. You know, I'm always that. afraid of that one because I'm afraid peppermint's going to like wake me up. But yeah, it seems counterintuitive because it's kind of invigorating. But for her, it was the trick that worked. And she actually is a pretty she needs a lot of input. That's so true. it might yeah. be personality wise, too, that she just it works for her, which is something totally off topic. If you have a kid that's like real hyperactive and, and struggles to get to sleep, a lot of times peppermint will kind of satiate those that sensory input that they need and it will help them actually sleep which is again counterintuitive because that's not what i would use to sleep for sure right. but yeah unless my unless my lungs were closed up unless i couldn't breathe real well and then i know it opens those airways so well yeah so and i think like going back to gut health too another kind of thing is like you know on our on the regular for our kids diet is raw milk for sure unpasteurized milk and then a lot of like ferments and yogurts and mm -hmm. things like that so if you can kefir kefir get yeah. that in your kids diet 
all year long, then their immune response this time of year is going to be better also. For sure. Yeah. And it's one of those things where they, you know, they've studied microdoses of these these triggers can actually help the body develop the, the antibodies and the, the right kind of immune function. So local honey is a really good thing to add in right. as well. Yeah. When we used to sell local honey, people would come during allergy season and really want it. Mm. But like Lacey said, the reality is like you need to be eating local honey all year round that was harvested during, you know, from the spring flower source, nectar source, yeah. Yeah. Pollens. Poll pollen yeah. source. Yeah because that's that's how you're microdosing right you're getting it just kind of as a consistent part of your regimen right you know? yeah. so so yeah so let's list off a few more things tools that we turn to when allergies are acting up i will add to you mentioned digestion and it's funny because a lot of times uh there's like a mucusy buildup and that there are two things that i turn to peppermint is obviously one of them it's amazing for digestion anyway so it makes a lot of sense that it's going to help with those allergies because we're going to help you know, just keep the flow of digestion running good. And then we've got lavender, which is actually a natural antihistamine. And so it will help kind of decrease and minimize that histamine response, which looks like snot, right? It looks like puffiness. It looks like uh, swelling. And so this is just a really good tool for dealing with those particular symptoms. So peppermint and lavender, and actually the two of them together are terrific. Yeah. And then I think making, uh, using nettles is a good one. Ooh, um, nettles. So we have stinging nettles that we grow in our orchard around our trees because mm -hmm. there's a lot of beneficial properties to them. But mm -hmm. you can harvest those in the spring and eat them as greens. You can make them into a tea. Mm -hmm. They so do sting. They do sting. You just have to wear gloves when you harvest them. And as soon as you cook them, the nettles fall off. Of as, soon as, as soon as you cook or them the or, or even if you off. crush them, it, the stingers don't work anymore. So there's lots of ways to kind of get the sting out, but you can make a tea. You can make, you can actually eat them like a, like a spinach kind of situation, cooked spinach. Yeah. And you can dry it and make it internal capsule that you can take as well. So like an herbal supplement. So there's lots of ways to add that nettles in and it can offer a ton of relief. There's another herb we don't grow, but that is a really powerful allergy tool is astragalus. So that's another option as well. And I mean, just talking about some of the reasons you would want to avoid taking a medicine for your allergies is you can become more reliant on it, right? So that you have to have it in order to function, but they also come with a myriad of side effects that cause grogginess and just kind of a weird feeling, right? Just generally kind oh, of Oh yeah, yeah. So I, for years I took like, you know, Claritin or I can't remember what the other one was. Eventually Claritin didn't work anymore and I had to take another Zyrtec, one. Zyrtec maybe? Zyrtec, yeah. yeah. And then I started like getting nosebleeds from them. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, you know, which I ultimately I think was just my nasal cavity drying out. Yeah, it was so like much. over right. drying. But and then just that drogginess from it. Yeah. Grogginess? Groggy. Grogginess. Groggy. Grogginess. Drugs. Drugs. Drogginess. But you know, feeling that kind of like is just. Like there's so many things you can do naturally that you don't need to feel like that through allergy season, which I completely thought you did have to feel like that right. through allergy season. Yeah. Yeah, no. And there's ways around it for sure. Tea tree for me is actually my go-to. Oh, yeah. So when I start feeling my, my throat is where I feel my allergies. I don't get as much like grogginess or, but sinus stuff. I will get sinus stuff and I will get throat stuff. And so tea tree, I'll just actually touch the top of a tea tree bottle and touch the tip of my tongue and it helps almost instantaneously. 
And then if I'm feeling sinus stuff, it's funny, this happened last week and I was like suffering and suffering and suffering. And I know that oregano helps me with this, but you know, sometimes I just forget or I'm too lazy or whatever. So finally I got a kid to bring me a roller of diluted oregano and I just put it over my sinus cavity and immediately I felt relief. It was crazy. So. Yeah. So for me, tea tree, just on my throat. So I get like that itchy throat that you just can't mm. like satisfy. Mm -hmm. I'll put a drop and just rub it literally on the outside of my throat and it's gone almost instantly. You can gargle with that one too. And that yeah. Can be really and I do want to back up and say you guys that have listened for a while know that we're kind of essential oil snobs and know <laughs> that there are different levels of essential oils. So Absolutely. if you're buying your essential oils from Walmart, do not put them on your body. Or Walgreens. Or yeah, like. Or Rite Aid. Or, or Rite Aid. Or even the health food store. These are like. Or Costco. <laughs> very high. They're everywhere, right? Quality no, yeah. essential oils. Like basically hit us up if you need help buying the appropriate essential oils. Otherwise, you know, be very careful with what you're doing with them because they can burn your skin. Not they're not really meant to be ingested unless they're the quality that, you know, we help people get. Yeah, for sure. Yes, yeah, so you can make a tea out of some of these herbs we've talked about. You can make capsules out of some of these um, these herbs and these oils. We actually have a gel cap pre-made that includes the lemon, lavender, and peppermint. That is an incredible way to deal with allergies. And that's what Drew just pops those in yep. and that works. I just started today. Did you? Today is my first day of uh, like, oh, allergy time. season. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I just go to go ahead and start preemptively hitting it. Mm, but taking care of the quality of the air in your home is another really great way to manage. So trying to avoid these chemicals that we were talking about earlier, and then a diffuser will get these oils in the air so that you're, you know, it's part of what you're breathing and it's helping to eliminate the pathogens and whatnot from the air, but also to give you that boost. And it can be a major way of just reducing and minimizing the allergens even in the air itself. A shower, hot steamy shower with some essential oils can be a really great way to ease allergy symptoms. Yeah, don't put stinging nettles in the shower with you. That would be you. <laughs> that would be a bad one. That would be interesting. Yeah. And then just one more thing is lozenges. We have lozenges that have essential oils kind of mixed in, and they are a really powerful way to just clear that throat when a lot of times I just get drainage down the back of my throat. And the lozenges with peppermint and like eucalyptus and stuff help open those airways and get that drainage to, to move on out. So yeah. those are some additional. Yeah, I think that's a great good list, right? Yeah, hopefully that helps. And good luck during allergy season. Yeah, if you're suffering, I'm sorry. We know what that's like, but don't you don't have to. 